Welcome back to Second and Short. It is Monday, November 20th, 2023. It is officially Thanksgiving week. I know everybody is excited to sit around with their family and talk about things they don't care about. And um, just know that despite everything going on with my teams, I am okay. But everything is going wrong. Jordan Travis goes down with the injury the other night. Uh, Desmond Ritter is now the starting quarterback of the Falcons. I don't know what's going to happen. But we did have a great week of NFL football. NFL Week 11 is uh, entering its conclusion. Sunday Night Football about to kick off. And uh, Colin, how, how are we feeling after this Sunday, after this past Saturday? A lot of good college football games. Yeah, but just overall, NFL, college football, a lot of injuries this weekend. Yes. That's the main thing that caught caught my eye. So it's definitely a weird weekend. But like you said, it's Thanksgiving week. So, you know, we just got to be thankful. We yeah, have man. sports. Yeah. We have family. We have friends. We're, 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 we're chilling. Yeah. This this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for sports. Go sports. Yes. Go sports team. Um, yeah. Today we're talking about NFL Week 11, of course. Our opinions on the Braves moves. So a ton of moves went down. Well, really two. Just a lot of players uh, on, the, <laughs> on the move. But um, we'll talk about that, what that means to us, what we think might happen from it. And then we'll talk about college football Week 12, our college football top 10, talk a little bit of rivalry week preview and then we'll close it out with stake your claim colin are you ready for nfl week 11 let's do it all right it starts off with steelers browns the browns win oh i forgot to remind everybody we're not doing the recaps anymore (laughs) it became way too time consuming for me and for the podcast itself so no more recaps we're just going to talk about the games like we used to the Browns beat the Steelers 13-10. And I would say this was a defensive game. I think it was the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks sucked. Yeah, not good. Yeah, Kenny Pickett, 15 for 28, 106. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 24 for 43. Um, How many yards did he have? My whole tab just closed because of... This virus that I have on my computer. It's fantastic. Yeah. What is it? Dorian Thompson Rob- Robinson had 165 yeah. passing yards. Okay. Yeah, he threw a pick. But he got the win. His first win. Um, this was the first week of Jalen Warren considered number one on the depth chart. And he actually got less carries than Najee, uh, but a few more yards. Jalen Warren, nine carries, 129 yards, and a 74-yard touchdown. Najee Harris, 12 carries, 35 yards. It's safe to say Jalen Warren earned that number one spot. Yeah, he's starting to take over that backfield. So expect next week for him to outsnap Najee Harris. Najee Harris is still going to be used in key situations like uh, your short yardage for four, uh, for first downs, your goal lines, and everything like that. But Jalen Warren's just a much more explosive runner Yeah, that can just create chaos for any team's defense. Yeah, like the the whole reason they were in this game was because of his 74-yard rushing touchdown to open up the second half. So that that was a huge play for them that kept them in it, but like Cleveland 
Cleveland just played like okay. Like their offense is going to suck for the rest of the year without Deshaun, but they played well enough to win this game considering Pittsburgh's offense is pretty bad as well. Um, Nobody really had a good game receiving, obviously, since Kenny Pickett had 106 passing yards. But uh, George Pickens, four receptions, 38 yards. Uh, Allen Robinson, three receptions, 20 yards. Uh, And then it just kind of falls off from there. But um, now the DTR got his first career win, and it came against the Steelers. Maybe Luke will stop talking about how Mike Tomlin is so good against rookie quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like irks me how much he brings that up because every week they've played a, a rookie quarterback. It seems like, like this week, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Last week was Jordan Love, who's kind of a rookie. Um, you had Will Levis the week before. I was getting tired of it, <laughs> and they beat the Texans earlier in the year. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you look at it, so Kenny Pickett really couldn't connect with his guy, Deontay Johnson. Only two receptions on eight targets. Yeah. On those two receptions, it was for 16 yards. So that's his, like, go-to guy. Not George Pickens. He really connects with Deontay Johnson. So when that connection's not going, you're not going to be very efficient in the passing game. Yeah, the eight targets for two receptions is really hard to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? He probably had... uh, Denzel Ward hawking him. Yeah. Uh, who else? Greg Newsom was on him for, I think, like 30% uh, of the snaps. But other than that, really the Cleveland defense is just what won this game. You know, Miles Garrett is an animal as usual. Yeah. And it's just constant pressure on Kenny Pickett. Yeah, two sacks from Miles Garrett. His only two tackles of the game. Um, and then you also had a sack from uh, Ogbo Okoronkwo, I believe is how you say that name. Um, but like for Pittsburgh's defense, they weren't bad at all either. Um, Trenton Thompson and Joey Porter Jr. were really good. Uh, of course, TJ Watt got in and got a sack, the only one for the Steelers. But yeah, this game just sucked overall. Yeah, it seems like I don't know Pittsburgh's defense really is missing Minka Fitzpatrick. Did Josh Dobbs just fumble? Good call. I don't even have the game on. Believe he fumbled. Javante hey, really? Little, little reception right there. Um, hey, yeah, fantasy points, baby. Um, yeah, we'll we'll kind of just you know jut in with anything we see. Oh, that wasn't even Javante Williams. Sick. Um, nice. But yeah, we'll just kind of jut in with updates on the Sunday night football game. Vikings Broncos going on right now. But let's go ahead and move on to the next game: Bears versus Lions. The Lions win it. 31-26, and this Bears team looked real good in uh, Justin Fields' return. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff, you know, for a little bit forgot how to be a quarterback. Yeah. He was just feeding that den- uh, that Chicago defense. Yeah, uh, three picks. Three picks from Jared Goff is very uncharacteristic. Yeah, I think you know, he threw two picks before he even threw a touchdown. Yeah, it's just not good at all. But you still have the committee of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs that really started setting the tone. Uh, we see a very low game from Amon Ra in his, you know, status. He's known for yeah. like 150, 160. Don't get me wrong. Eight catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. Great day. Yeah. Absolutely great day. But they're missing their other key guy there, Sam Laporta. Three receptions, 18 yards. Like, 
he's one of your he's probably like your second best receiver on that team yeah probably is uh at this point but it's kind of between him and jameson williams but what I was happy to see with them, at least in the passing game, was using Jameer Gibbs. I think we talked about this all year. Jameer Gibbs is so good as a receiver. We saw that at Alabama, and we were just kind of waiting for a good receiving game from him. Well, this game, six targets, six receptions, 59 yards. That's a super efficient game for him, and I'm happy to see they're actually utilizing him in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And, but you know, sh- this is, oh, go ahead. This is, this is a game where you know we start to see the injuries start to trickle. Yeah. Uh, Dante Foreman goes down. I know Khalil Herbert was off the field for a good bit. Um, and there's some defensive players that just couldn't stay on the field. So, you know, that's going to be a trend we start to see when we talk about this whole slate of games. Yeah, definitely. But on the Bears' side for the offense, Justin Fields kind of did his thing here. This was a very Justin Fields game. 16 for 23, 169 and a passing touchdown. No picks for him. But 18 carries for 104 rushing yards. That's the Justin Fields we know. Yeah. This is this is what we've been waiting for all season. Yeah. This is what we wanted him to go back to. And look, this has probably been, besides that uh, Thursday night game against Washington, yeah. this has been his best game. Definitely. So, you know, he's most dangerous when he uses his legs. Yeah. But DJ Moore still had a great game. Nine receptions, ninety or sorry, seven receptions, ninety six yards and a touchdown. Um, he had a solid one, and nobody else really had to do all that much. But yeah, DJ Moore carried him in the receiving department, and this defense looked pretty good. You know, considering the turnovers, they had uh, picks from uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Tyreek Stevenson, and T.J. Edwards, and then um, they also sacked Jared Goff twice, Montez Sweat once, and uh, Jack Sanborn the other, but. They just couldn't hold out. Like, the Lions had to mount quite a comeback. Like, you start off down 7-0 because of the picks. They figure out the offense a little bit in the second quarter. They go into the half, uh, the Lions do, up 14-10. And then Chicago comes out hot again, 10 points in the third. But the Lions, 17 points in the fourth quarter is huge and got them a big win. Really mean of them to get a safety there at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson was yeah. just taking out some frustration. Yeah. All right. It's a division game. You just couldn't let that shit slide anymore. Nah, he couldn't. But, uh, yeah, overall, this was a, a pretty fun game to watch. Um, You know, it, it got a little sloppy at points, but I, I was pretty happy watching this game. And Cairo Santos, a fantastic game, kicking four field goals, a long of 53, and he made both of his extra points. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to Chargers Packers. The Packers get a win, twenty-three to twenty, over this Chargers explosive offense. But Jordan Love, a fantastic game, twenty-seven for forty, three twenty-two and two touchdowns. Didn't throw a pick this week, and then you had Jaden Reed have three carries for forty-six yards and a touchdown, along of thirty-two, of course, but. How wild uh, of Jaden Reed to lead in carries. Aaron Jones went out with an injury. I believe Emmanuel Wilson went out with an injury. And A.J. Dillon had a horribly inefficient game. (laughs) 14 carries for 29 yards. Yeah. For y'all that can't do math, that's an average of 2.1 yards a carry. You're lucky that it tells you that on ESPN because I know you wouldn't have done that, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, don't do me like that. But yeah, you know... (laughs) 
Jordan Love was just spreading the ball out really well. You know, Dontavian Wicks, three receptions. Romeo Dubs, uh, five receptions. Jaden Reed, four receptions. AJ Dillon, four receptions. Luke yeah. Musgrave, four receptions. Like, everybody got some love. Yeah. I I like this offense when they are throwing the ball. Yeah. Like, they absolutely. have a lot of talented receivers, and it makes this team very fun to watch. On the Chargers side, though, they lost it. Like, what did they use all their points last week to lose to Detroit? Probably. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, it's a bad day for Austin Eckler when Justin oh, Herbert man. leads the leads the team in rushing yards. Yeah, and and Eckler had a longer run than Herbert in this game. Herbert's long was twenty eight. He had seventy three yards on eight carries. Eckler had a long of thirty seven, but he had sixty four yards and ten carries. He does this every week. Every week he has like a 30, 40-yard run, and that accounts for half of his rushing yards. Yeah, man, he's he's really been struggling this season. Yeah, and like he's not even doing much receiving either. When you've got a guy like Keenan Allen getting 16 targets, 10 receptions, 116 and a touchdown, it's kind of hard to find Eckler, three targets, two receptions, six yards. Yeah, you know, and then we also see Donald Parham, you know, tight end two. Four receptions on six targets, 57 yards. Yeah, but don't sleep on tight end three. Stone smart. One reception on three targets, but it was a 51-yard touchdown. Is it safe to say that Justin Herbert's hurt? Her, wow, he loves tight ends. You good Ignore that? that. You good? Ignore that. Ignore that. It's been a long day. It's been a long day, yeah. but listen, we're powering through. Yeah. Also, the cherry on top for Eckler's performance, uh, a fumble. But, um, yeah, like, I, I was very surprised the Packers won this game. I thought the Chargers easily had them just because the Chargers have that explosive type of offense that can just put up a ton of points. And I didn't expect the Packers to put up this kind of points, but the, the passing worked. I think, you know, now with Jones and Wilson going down in the running game, if they're not back next week, we're probably going to see a similar type of approach to this game. Dylan will get you know a decent amount of carries, but Jordan Love throwing forty passes seems to be working. Yeah, and you know going back to the Chargers, we see another injury. Big name Joey Bosa leaves the yeah. game with an injury, so that also opens up the offense for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and Khalil Mack in this game had a great game, two sacks on eight total tackles, um, and he had a pass he, defended. Um, he was he kind had of to do a, it. Yeah, he had to. He, he had to do everything. Yeah. And then um, on the uh, Packers side, Rashawn Gary and Carl Brooks, uh, each with a sack. But, yeah, no picks in this game. No no, uh, no crazy turnovers. Uh, you only really had one turnover because somehow Green Bay fumbled three times and didn't lose a single one of them. Yeah. I think Jordan loves – I could be wrong because I didn't really watch the game. I think his was on snaps. So yeah, muff probably. snaps and that he would just sit on it. Yeah. But yeah, this was um a pleasantly surprising game. Um just to see the Packers kind of showing some signs of a, a decent offense, you know, when they can. But let's move on to the next game. Big surprise uh in this final score. The Dolphins or Raiders versus Dolphins and the Dolphins win twenty to thirteen. Did not expect this game to be this close at all. Yeah, you know, the first half, the Raiders showed a strong presence against the Miami Dolphins. 
putting yeah. up 13 points going into half. But then the scoring stops. And yeah. that's a big part to Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was a monster today. I think he had like he had he had two, two picks. picks. Yeah. And but he was just everywhere, breaking up passes and just like making big tackles uh to stop big runs. So you know, that's three picks in, in two games for him coming back. Yeah, the the Dolphins as a team had eight passes defended. Um, two of them for Ramsey, uh, obviously his two picks, and then two of them for Andrew Van Ginkle. Um, yeah, and don't forget uh, Jalen Phillips, big man picks. Yeah. Good that he did was see, healthy for this game. Did you see that that pick? Yeah. That was – No, that, also, that, wasn't, that wasn't Jalen Phillips, was it? I I'm pretty sure it was because Aiden O'Connell like just threw it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's five right. yards right into his hands. <laughs> but is it crazy that Aiden O'Connell like when they would zoom in on he looks like Derek Carr? He does. Yeah. Like for a minute there, and he wears number four. Yeah. For a minute there, I thought that was Derek Carr in a Raiders jersey. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, that, something don't add up. But yeah. yeah, you know the Raiders' office just frauds. After that first half. Yeah. Brutal. Josh Jacobs is so bad. <laughs> not not a good year for running backs right now. Yeah. 14 carries, 39 yards in this game, along of nine yards. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's not great. And he only caught one pass for 12 yards. It's not bad, but yeah. Brutal. Devontae Adams had a great game. Um, finally. Seven receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. But Tyreek Hill outshadowed him. Um 10 receptions, 146, and a touchdown um, on only a long of 38. And he had the longest play of the day for Miami. I think that was part of the reason they didn't score as many points. It seemed like that big playability just was not there. Obviously, A-Chain didn't really do much. He was just coming off the IR. They didn't even know if they were going to use him in this game. Doesn't really do much. And then... um, yeah, Raheem Mostert had a, a decent game, not his most efficient, um, but not a bad one. 22 carries, 86 yards. Yeah, I think for Mostert, the biggest thing was they just didn't use him in the passing game as much. Yeah. Uh, they looked more to uh, Ahmed and even Robbie Anderson getting a couple receptions. Robbie Chosen. Or should I Robbie Chosen. My bad. Sorry, Robbie. But, like you said, but also, you know, Tyreek scared us a little bit. He came off the field middle of the second quarter come back till the third but you know it seems like Tua focuses on one receiver at a time yeah like so Tyreek would get like three receptions at a time he comes off the field Jalen Waddle gets four receptions it's just like he needs to do better at just like spreading the ball out more consistently yeah I definitely agree but I think it's kind of hard to do that when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill on the team yeah I mean you have a guy that you can just throw it you can just throw it downfield, and you know he's just going to run up. Yeah. But he's a little dude, so we do see a lot of overthrows. Which sure. is surprisingly that he only had 11 targets. Yeah. So that, that's pretty solid. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't a bad game. Um, But let's move on to the next one. Giants versus Commanders, an NFC beast matchup in the Giants. Surprise them all. Tommy DeVito and the Giants win 31-19. to I guess I have to start respecting Tommy DeVito. I've been a dick to him since he came into the game a couple weeks ago. Um, That was just a little bit of ACC rivalry fun. Then again, he got sacked nine times in this game. Yeah, the fact that 
Dude, Sam Howell, Sam Howell just struggled today. Yeah. Like, it was bad. But yeah. Tommy DeVito found his new favorite player, Saquon Barkley, twice in the end zone. Passing. Both passing, by the way. Yeah. Saquon didn't run a touchdown. He only had 14 carries for 83 yards. So not horrible. No. Pretty efficient down the ground. But he was the tied leading re- uh, receptionist for Four receptions, both five targets. (laughs) You just said he was the tide leading receptionist? Yeah. He was the tide leading receiver. Receptionist. No, a receptionist is somebody that answers the phones at the front desk. But they also... Do you not hear people say receptionist on TV? No. All right, well, go back and listen to this exact game because you will hear it. Okay, whatever. Darius Slayton was better. Uh, four receptions, 82 Whatever. yards, and a touchdown. But yeah, Tommy DeVito. I know. Tommy DeVito, three touchdowns is insane. It didn't throw any picks. It's crazy. Once again, he got sacked nine times. Um, that's up to the Giants' offensive line. Um, yeah, I, I just did not expect the Giants to put up 31. Uh, they kind of sealed the deal there at the end with the pick six from Isaiah Simmons. But yeah, just uh, ridiculous game to watch i for sure thought the commanders were going to come in and win this game oh yeah 100 percent, definitely but hey on the bright side Jahan dodson caught a couple passes you know that's three receptions in two weeks so good on him <laughs> see what happens when you throw in the ball you yeah. lose brian so robinson seven receptions 58 yards that's kind of crazy yeah, yeah i mean it's like a good day week. on the ground too yeah, he's starting to become a more a more efficient runner. Yeah. Uh, but also, they were missing Antonio Gibson this week. So, he got majority of the snaps. Yeah. Chris Rodriguez had a pretty good game. Six carries, 43 yards. It's very good. Uh, Sam Howell had a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, but three picks um, in this one. I think in total, they turned the ball over six times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They they lost three fumbles. Yeah, Logan Thomas lost three Byron fumbles Pringle. through three interceptions. That killed him. Like you, you just you're not going to win a game doing that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes. So that one kind of tells the story, but otherwise, uh, a fun game to watch. Very entertaining. Um, I think that kind of was the story for a lot of these games. Like, yeah, we had a couple that ended up being blowouts, but a lot of people played some close games. Good performances around. Um, and that kind of leads me into this game. The Cowboys versus the Panthers. The Cowboys win 33-10, mainly in part to 16 points in the fourth quarter, but this was a close one. It was 17-10 going into the fourth quarter. Like, I think, um, like the Panthers look pretty good in that first half. Um, you, you know, at least by the third quarter, they were keeping up with the Cowboys, which definitely surprised me, but... Dak had a okay game, um, 25 for 38, 189 and two touchdowns, but no picks and didn't get sacked once. That's big. But finally, Tony Pollard had a pretty good game. He finally finds the end zone for the first time since week one. He had 12 carries, 61 yards and a touchdown, uh, along with his four receptions for 19 yards. Um, was very surprised that C.D. Lamb was – not getting targeted as much, only nine targets in this game. He seems like he's been getting somewhere around, you know, 12 to 15, considering he's had three straight weeks of 10 plus receptions. But Brandon Cooks 
Didn't look too bad. Three receptions, 42 yards. This was just an interesting game from the Dallas offense, but, like, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, but we can flip it over, and Deron Bland, you know, seals the deal with that pick six. Yeah. His, He's his ridiculous. fourth one this year. Yeah. And that is crazy. insane. That is absolutely insane. And I'm going to be honest – I know he's a rookie, but God, Bryce Young is shit. Like, yeah. the, I'm not going to stop saying it. The Panthers really fucked themselves over not the, the getting The thing CJ is, Stroud. is like the Panthers organization at this point probably doesn't regret that pick. No. Because think, like, think about what's around these guys. Like, think about what CJ Stroud has in, you know, Laramie Tunsil in front of him and, and, and guys like that. And then, of course, the talent across that team with Dalton Schultz and Nico Collins and the rookie is you know fellow rookie Tank Dell. You had Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. Like there's a lot of guys to help him out, and they have a pretty good defense. The Panthers have nothing. The yeah. Panthers have Bryce Young, Adam Thielen, and Tommy Tremble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fucking Chuba Hubbard every other week. <laughs> that is it's so bad like i feel i feel bad for bryce yeah like he just can't get anything done but at the end of the day it makes him look bad it does it does he can't do it because at the end of the day when an offense can't produce who who does everybody blame yeah the quarterback of course but uh you could also blame dallas's insanely good defensive line uh micah parsons two and a half sacks he looked ridiculous you can say that, but this is just a reoccurring theme for the Panthers. True. Everybody's True. defensive line looks great against the Panthers. Yeah, but the Cowboys' defensive line is undoubtedly very good. Yeah, it's probably best in the NFL. It's close. I think the 49ers have them there. Yeah. I think Dallas might have the best secondary in the NFL. Yeah, and they don't even have Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> You know, can be a good thing with the amount of pass interference he has. True. Um, but yeah, Deron Bland's been crazy. This whole Dallas team has been so hot the last couple of weeks. Like, th- yes, they lost to that to the Eagles, but that game was crazy. That and that yeah. loss to the Eagles. Like, I don't, I don't really blame them for losing. Um, and it was a close one, but like. The offensive performances they've been having have been fantastic. Yeah, and that thing about that was in Philly. Three weeks, we're going to see Cowboys-Eagles in Dallas. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Um, Let's get into the next game, though, an AFC South matchup. The Titans versus the Jags, and the Jaguars win it 34-14. Will Levis officially dog shit. Um, (laughs) 13 for 17. 158, two touchdowns. Like, he didn't really have a bad game. He just didn't do much. Um, No picks. Only got sacked twice. Uh, but they couldn't run the ball. Chris Moore uh, was tied for the uh, for the most rushing yards, uh, except he had one carry, and Derrick Henry had 10. Derrick Henry is washed. Can we say that yet? Yeah, yeah. he needs to hang him up. Okay, cool. Because, like, this is not new. He's just running like so, slower than ever right now. Yeah. Oh, it's he crazy. Can't break away. Like he's just killing himself. You know, he's just not the explosive runner he used to be. Yeah. 
You're you're definitely right. DeAndre Hopkins did have a game, uh, a, a game, a good game. Uh, Chris Moore as well. His one carry for 38 yards was sick. His one reception for 49 yards was better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even know who Chris Moore is. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, but yeah. he got the ball in his hands twice, and he delivered. Yeah, besides Will Levis, best offensive player, and, and he only touched the ball twice. Yeah. Like, that, that's insane. Crazy. Uh, Will Levis also fumbled the ball uh, and lost it in that game. But for Jacksonville, this was, like, the offensive performance they needed to have. Trevor hey, Lawrence you know, had a pretty good game. 24 for 32, 262. And two touchdowns, didn't throw a pick, got sacked once, only for one yard. And then Etienne had a, a solid game, 14 carries, 52 yards. He also had three receptions for seven yards. But Calvin Ridley showing back up, finally. Seven receptions, 103, and two touchdowns. Yeah, and I not I can't remember, because this is another game I really just didn't watch, but I'm pretty sure Etienne left the game with an injury. So that's why we see the carry increase from Bigsby and Dearness Johnson. Yeah. So, like I said, injuries falling left and right. Definitely. Um, St. Yeah. Jones is back, though. Yeah, St. Jones is back. Didn't do all that much. Four receptions, 20 uh, yards. Isn't that bad at all for, for your return, but um, hopefully First he'll be able back. to do a little bit more down the road. Because um, they're, they're in a heated race with uh, yeah. the next teams we'll be talking about. Uh, or one of the next teams we'll be talking about the Cardinals versus the Texans, and the Texans, they're 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 hot on the Jags' tails. This win, a twenty-one sixteen win, not not all that impressive. Uh, C.J. Stroud, um, more than doubled his career interceptions uh, in this game, with three picks, um, but twenty-seven for thirty-seven, three thirty-six, and two touchdowns. Kind of counteracted the three interceptions, got him the win. Devin Singletary, an amazing running performance. 22 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown. This team looks unstoppable, including Tank Dell. Yeah, you know, Tank Dell took a snap at quarterback, got sacked. (laughs) But that rookie-to-rookie connection is insane. Yeah, also, I didn't watch this game. Why did Davis Mills get on the field? Oh, uh, C.J. Stroud went to the medical tent in the the, uh, – Beginning of the third quarter. Trust me, my heart stopped. <laughs> also, who is who is this Alexander Madison, and why is he just running all over the Broncos? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what but, is that run? Oh, my God. Yeah, right? How did he even do that? I don't know, but going back to it, man, C.J. Stroud is putting up ridiculous numbers as a rookie. Like, it yeah, is insane. It's insane. But, like you said earlier, his offensive weapons, weapons are unstoppable. Tank Dell, explosive. Who would have thought? I know yeah. you and Luke thought that because we talked Definitely. about it. Nico Collins is your, your wide receiver one who's just consistent right now. Yeah. Robert Woods is back getting some of the love. Dalton Schultz is your solid tight end that you know can get you 30 to 70 yards every week. Who and a has touchdown. A ce- who has a <laughs> ceiling of like 150. Yeah. But I think what's really impressive, impressive is Devin Singletary. I agree. He's been to amazing. step up in an absent Damian Pierce. He is the monster. Yeah, absolutely he's been tearing it. Fantastic. Up. Uh, quite the opposite though for the Cardinals offense. Kyler Murray, not a great day. Uh, Twenty for thirty, two fourteen, one touchdown, one interception. Got sacked three times. Uh, 
And in the run game, James Conner had a pretty good day, 14 carries, 62 yards, and Kyler ran pretty well as, uh, as well, seven carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Nothing else coming out of him, really. Like Greg Dorch had a decent game, actually a pretty good game. Excuse me, six receptions, 76 yards, and then uh, Rondell Moore had one catch for a 48-yard touchdown. Um, Trey McBride still just giving some sure hands to the quarterback, but overall, this Cardinals offense just simply isn't enough for the Texans. Why is Greg Dorsch your leading target? Like, why, why does Hollywood Brown only have five targets? Because he can't catch the fucking ball. Just saying. It's just Greg, Greg Dorch hasn't been relevant since like week 14 of last year. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, Blake Cashman, shout out. 19 total tackles <laughs> and a sack. He was yeah. all over the place. Um, it's nasty. Yeah, and the seven passes defended by the, uh, the Texans was great as well. Stingley and Christian Harris both have two, and then you get one from uh, DeAndre Houston Carson, Steven Nelson, and Blake Cashman as well. That Texas defense looks good. It does. I, I really like him. Uh, not much Will but, Anderson other than the sack in this game, but um, just seems like he's not quite there. Like he's not the, at an elite level in the NFL just yet. Um, at least like some people were anticipating. Here. Yeah, I know. But I think people were anticipating like the way he looked in college to just immediately translate to the NFL. I think that's so hard to do as a defensive end because, like, you were going up against guys that, you know, were weighing in at, like, 275 uh, yeah. at, at right tackle or left tackle. At these, these are, like, 330-pound, foot seven giants that can move. Yeah. Everyone like, expecting him to be Aiden Hutchinson, basically, yeah. what he is over in Detroit. But, I mean, Will Anderson is still sneaking in one or two sacks about every game. Yeah. And he's still making his presence known, always applying pressure to the quarterback. Yeah. So he's I think got, he's doing, a, he's okay. doing exactly what I don't know what, what you're saying. Doing. Sorry, I have to cut you off because you said that he's sneaking in one or two sacks every game. He has two sacks this season. I swear we've been looking at where he's just been sneaking in sacks. There's just no way he only has two sacks. He has two sacks. Really? Yeah, he's got 20 tackles. I don't Solos. Know. I think he has been why. getting tackles for loss. That that's yeah. My brain's all over the place right now. But touchdown Vikings. Oh, Ed, or to... yeah, Ed Oliver, dude. <laughs> of course, of course, a touchdown for Ed Oliver. Jesus. Or at least I'm, I'm almost positive that's his first name. I could I could have just butchered that. But I think that's it what is Ed Oliver. Doing. We're going to go with it. They're not going to show his name on the screen? Probably not, but we're going to go with it. All right, yeah. You heard her first, Ed Oliver. <laughs> it's not Ed Oliver. It's Josh Oliver. Uh, uh, that's what I thought. Ed Oliver is the defensive player for the Bills. Yep. I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, when you said Ed Oliver, I was like, okay, that sounds, oh, that sounds like a tight end's name. And then I kept saying it, and I like I had to keep saying it out loud to be like, no. <laughs> nope. Yeah, sorry I'm feeding y'all false information. It won't happen. Uh, it's yet. fine. Nobody said we were a reputable source. Uh, but let's move on to the next game. 49ers and the Buccaneers. The 49ers take it 27-14. Um, 
Yeah, this Brandon Ayuk. Let's start with him. <laughs> Five receptions on six targets, 156 yards and a touchdown, including his 76-yard touchdown. He's making me look like a bad GM right now. Yeah. That's, There's a lot of players making you look like a bad GM right now, Colin. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about it. Not Aaron Jones. No, but hey, let's look at this. Christian McCaffrey is starting a new streak starting today. Yeah. Otherwise, not an amazing no. game. Um, at least for average. Christian McCaffrey, 21 carries, 78 yards. When I see McCaffrey is running the ball 20 times, I just assume it's going to be in the triple digits. and I think that's an unfair standard but it feels like that should be the case and then five receptions 25 yards and then the receiving touchdown of course for Tampa it just seemed like nobody was like leading the charge here like Baker had an average day Rashad White had a bad day nobody else really ran the ball and then no receiver had like a super good day either yeah I mean when you're leading receivers, Kate Otten with 49 yards, it's yeah. not great. Chris Godwin had six catches for 39 yards. Yeah, he finally caught, he caught a majority of his targets, unlike Mike Evans. 12 targets, yeah. five receptions. That's that's bad. Yeah. It's just uh, an interesting, interesting game. This is like a for – for Tampa, this was a game of one-yard touchdowns. You're only going to score a touchdown if you're on the one-yard line. Yeah. Yeah, and for, for the 49ers, for the 49ers, Brock Purdy's so back, dude. <laughs> 21 for 25, 333 and three touchdowns. Wow. They had the whole stadium doing MVP chance. Yeah, a perfect passer rating in this game for Brock Purdy. Just, um, yeah, an amazing game for the 49ers. It almost feels like they should have scored more points. Yeah, very quiet day for Debo Samuel. Yes, very quiet. Uh, three receptions, 63 yards, ain't bad. He had the 40-yard reception that was pretty big. Yeah, but, you know, one carry for negative one yards, like, what are we doing? We got to be better than that, Debo. Colin, you're Come just on, mad man. because he got you negative, or, you know, from that rushing, that negative rushing yard, negative 0.1 points. Listen, listen, as a proud owner, I just need to see the ball in his hands more, all right? He's a playmaker. Bro, he had 9.2 points. That's the same as uh, Jamar Chase this week. That's cool. I need more. All right. You heard the here first, agree. Debo. Colin yeah. needs more out of you. Do better. Hey, do better. No. Uh, yeah, Fred Warner is insane. I think yeah. we all knew that, though. Uh, same with Dre Greenlaw, the guy that stands right next to him. They're both absurd players. Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, and Chase Young all record a sack in this game as well. Um, dude, this, this 49ers defense is just... Absurd. This this defense adding Chase Young was like the yeah. best thing that they could have. Dude, think have. about the fact that as a quarterback, you're standing there. There's four guys in front of you, okay? Chase Young, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, and Nick Bosa. And then there's two guys behind them, and it's Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Dude, that's – and you still have uh, <laughs> you still have Hufanga. Yeah, you still have Talanoa Hufanga at free safety. You still also have and Farrell rotates into this defensive line. Like, Traverius Ward in the secondary. It's literally ridiculous that they're allowed to have these players on the same team. The only thing that would have been better than that Chase Young move is if they would have went out and got Pat Sertan. (laughs) Yeah. 
in a lockdown <laughs> corner. Oh, but Tampa's defense wasn't bad either. Four sacks, uh, two sacks for Yaya Diaby, uh, one for Levante David, and one for Vita Vea. It's just like it's the 49ers, man. Yeah, yeah. If remember when we were disrespecting them for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they went out and got Chase Young, and then the yeah. switch yeah. just flipped. And it now they did. they took over NFC West. Yeah. They're back in the driver's seat. They are, and um, we'll get to why later. But first, let's talk Jets-Bills. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Bills, 32. Jets. I can count it on my hands. Six. That is not good. Um, Zach Wilson completed one more pass than they did score points. Um, seven completions, 15 attempts, 81 yards, a touchdown, a pick, and got sacked five times. And then he got pulled out of the game for Tim Boyle, who went seven for 14, 33 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Um, arguably worse somehow. Uh, their best quarterback in this game was Thomas Morstead, their punter on that fake punt. Um, for 18 yards. Oh, this and like Brees Hall, 10 carries, 23 yards. Yeah, Dalvin Cook like, got two fucking touches, and he ran the ball well on those two touches. Yeah, like it's insane. Also, Brees Hall, like the amount of checkdowns they did was insane. Five <laughs> yeah. receptions for 50 yards. He got a touchdown out of one of them. Um, yeah, Garrett Wilson, what happened, dude? Eight targets, two receptions, nine yards. <laughs> Fumble. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Garrett Wilson for, overrated. Uh, one for Xavier Gibson as well. Fumble. Um, or that was reception, the opening game. Both of them. Uh, that was to open the yeah. game up on special teams. Yeah. Not good. Right. Who are we kidding? Let's just jump straight to Buffalo's defense. Okay, Josh Allen had a good game with their new interim OC. Yeah, um, he looked it looked better. Looked yeah, better. but yeah, twenty for thirty-two, two seventy-five, three touchdowns, one pick. But it's a Jets defense, um, and then one sack for twelve yards. It's a shame that you know the Bills' offense isn't their defense, or sorry, the Jets. Uh, rather, if the Jets' offense was just their defense, they could throw picks and stop them from running it back. <laughs> Yeah, no, but when we look at it with the new uh new OC. Yeah. He utilizes the running backs a lot more in the passing game. Yeah. To take pressure off Josh Allen. That's the biggest thing that happened in that game, and that's why we saw a lot of success. But like you had Ty Johnson, James Cook, very effective in the passing game. That opened up the big plays to Khalil Shakir, Dalton Kincaid, and even, you know, the quiet day for Stephon Diggs. Very yeah, quiet. yeah. Khalil Shakur had a fantastic game, though. Three receptions, 115 and a touchdown. And then Ty Johnson, three receptions, 47 yards and a touchdown. James Cook had a receiving touchdown. It was great. I like how they utilized the running backs. Um, I liked it. Khalil Shakur was such a hot, like a you know a hot topic. Um, he's been just so like solid this whole yeah. like season, and for him to have like a big game like this is pretty nice to see. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about the defense though. Leonard Floyd, two and a half sacks. Tyrell Dodson, a sack. Ed Oliver, sack. The guy that we were trying yeah. to figure out who it was, Ed Oliver. Yeah. Got a sack. Uh Shaq Lawson, sack. 
Terrell Bernard, half a sack. They looked ridiculous out there. Rasul Douglas had three takeaways, yeah. two yeah. picks and a forced fumble. I, I think it was a recovery. I don't know if he, yeah, did recover. he force it. No, he recovered yeah. it. But yeah, just uh, I don't know if there's that much else to say. Uh, oh, Tyler Bass. Fantastic you. game for Tyler Bass. Four <laughs> field goals, a long of 50. Two for, two for three on extra points. I'll, I'll, I'll knock him down a peg there. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, an ugly game. Yeah. But the Bills, I mean, all right, let's look at this. Buffalo, this was a must-win situation for them. Definitely. Because going down the road next week, they got Philly. Then after that, you got the Chiefs. Then you got the Cowboys. Then the yep. Chargers. And then you have the Patriots. Okay, you can breathe a little bit. Then you have the Dolphins. If they win, if they went out, oh yeah, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, if they went out, they're gonna choke in the first round. Yeah, but you know, but honestly, listen to this. Last time they played the Patriots, they lost. That's true. Yeah. They could lose out here and just could. absolutely be like Do I think they will? No, I not think at all, beat, actually. I think they beat the Chargers, and I think they beat the Patriots. Honestly, I think they beat the Chiefs. I think they beat the Chiefs, Maybe. Chargers, and Patriots and go 3-3 three and three to end the season. TJ Hawkinson might have just had the most wide-open pass ever. Yeah, that's cool. Don't care. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, let's get into uh, the final game that is at least concluded. Seahawks-Rams. Rams win 17-16 after a missed field goal by Jason Sanders um, with like two seconds left on the clock. Yeah, but the way you just said that made it seem like it was an easy chip shot. That was a 55-yard field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't easy. That's for sure. I, My apologies uh, if I made that seem like it was simple. Um, also, I think I said Jason Sanders. His name is yeah, Jason that's... Myers. Yeah, you're thinking of Miami's kicker. Yes, I am. Um, yeah, like, ugh, this game kind of <laughs> sucked. Yeah, you know, Geno Smith leaves for a drive. Drew Locke comes in and throws a pick. Yeah. Beautiful. Kenneth Walker goes down early in the first quarter. Zach Charbonnet's got to take over. Doesn't really do too much. No. Yeah, DK so- had a good game. Yeah, DK, Tyler Lockett, Jason, I would say, had good games in the passing game. Yeah. But, That's it. Yeah, and then on the Rams side, ugh. Royce Freeman had a good game, 17 carries, 73 yards. Um, Daryl Henderson had uh, six carries, one yard, one touchdown. Oh, dude. That's oh. that's dirty. <laughs> that's solid. Uh, Stafford just, oh, man. Couldn't get it going, man. Yeah. I think uh, he had his least, like the least passing yards by him in a first half this season uh, in this game, somewhere around like 65. Bad. Just bad. Cooper Cup got hurt at some point, um, but one target for Cooper Cup. First, first quarter. Yeah. Like, so that's why we don't see a lot of, yeah. a lot of stuff from him this game. But goes Puka down had a good and they, game. they think he, uh, maybe re-injured something that could be sad news for the Rams. So I'm not going to say it. So I don't want to speak it into his, speak it into existence. 
Because I love you don't Cooper Cup. Speak at all. <laughs> I don't. I love Cooper Cup, man. He saved me so many times last year. You should have drafted him. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Fuck off. Should have drafted him over Tyreek Hill in the first round. Why? So. What's up? So you could have, have zero him? wins. Um, but yeah, Puka Nakua, five receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. He had a great game. Um, nobody else, though. Nobody else in the receiving game really did much. Um, and like the defenses were good, but like they weren't amazing either. Yeah, it's weird. This was just a fucking weird game. It was. I, yeah, I hated this game. I did too. But shut, but uh, shout out Russ Yeast. What a solid name. Yeah, we're not doing names on the NFL. <laughs> Just saying. It's a good that's name. The best, that's the best thing from this game. Yeah, it probably is. Um, all right, well, before we get into baseball, let's give a little update on Sunday Night Football thus far. The Vikings up 10-3. Uh, Josh Dobbs having a great game. 9 for 10, 99 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then Alexander Madison, 8 carries for 45 yards. I'm sure he'll end the game at like 25 carries for 50 yards, but um, for now he's having a great game. And uh, high Chandler six carries, 30 yards, so they're running the ball pretty well. Yeah, yeah, just kind of avoiding the corners, uh, it appears. Um, but then for Denver, like I don't know what the deal is here. They're just once again not throwing down the field, like Russell Wilson will not throw a pass over 10 yards. (laughs) He's completed five passes for a long of nine. Yep, you go nine, seven, six, five, and three. Yeah. Beautiful. It would have been nice if Javante Williams had a four-yard reception. It would have been seven, six, five, four. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. You got to get Cortland Sutton more involved. You got to get Javante Williams more involved. Yeah. Not just for my fantasy team, but to be successful in the game. Like, those are two very important players to this offense. So, um, I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But there is an issue uh, considering there's five completions and three of them have gone to running backs. And it's three different running backs. That's not great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, nothing else has really happened uh, in this game. At least of note. Yeah, um, yeah it, it is. Eight minutes left, though, in the second quarter. Um, we'll continue to give you updates when we uh, when we have anything to talk about. Uh, but, Colin, let's... Um, okay, well, before I, I say this, so quite a few moves have gone oh, down yeah. from the Braves in this offseason, and I figured, um, you know, since I have you here, we might as well talk about them. Not much else going on. We're really the only team making moves. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about these moves. So, we'll start with the first one that happened. The Braves acquire Aaron Bummer from the Chicago White Sox for five guys, not the Burger Chain. Jared Schuster, Braden Shoemake, Mike Soroka, Nicky Lopez, and Riley Goins. That's a lot. It's a lot for a guy who had a really bad season, was yeah. very good. From like 2019 through 2022, very good pitcher. But you give up highly touted pitching prospect coming into the year, Jared Schuster. Highly touted shortstop prospect who went like 0 for 4 in his one appearance for the Braves. Um, 
Mike Soroka, who I, I think we were ready to cut anyway. Same for Nicky Lopez, a guy that showed up in some some games in the regular season, but that was I really it. Yeah, no, he I, was good. I liked he was never going to be a long-term guy. But, yeah, I definitely didn't hate him. And then a, a minor league pitcher in Riley Goins. I'm cool with it because, like, essentially, like, we save money by doing this. We save a ton of money because you don't have to cut the guys we were going to cut. We don't have to pay these, you know, younger guys their salaries. And we end up getting a guy that we can actually use in the bullpen in Aaron Bummer. I don't hate it. But I think it's it's more for what's going to come later, especially considering, I think, the next day, Atlanta, what happened? Big catch by Corlin Sutton. Yes! Like 30, like 30, 40 yards. Yeah, 33 yards. Let's go. All right, back to what I was saying. The next yeah. day, the Braves acquire Jackson Coar from the Royals for Kyle Wright. I feel like, you know, we could have got a little more. I feel like we could have too, but I have a feeling the Braves probably told the Royals, like, we're just trying to free up space. We don't want too many guys in return. Yeah, there's a guy. Dumping. Yeah, there's salary dumping. And this is a guy that they were willing to give up. I don't know if it was the best move. I would have much rather given up Bryce Elder. Yeah. Personally. But, um, you know, maybe he hasn't rehabbed from that injury quite right. And that could be the reason. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was a good one. What? Quite right. Oh, I see what you did there. yeah. I didn't even <laughs> notice. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's definitely like weird because, you know, Kyle Wright, you know, he's been solid for us. Two but, like, seasons ago, like, he led the MLB in wins. Yeah, I felt like, you know, could have got somebody a little bit. I can't really think of who from the Royals yeah. we would have been able to get. And, you know, not saying Bobby Witt or anything, but uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just. I would love him. to have him and put him at shortstop. Oh, my oh, dude. God. Kyle Wright, uh, Von Grissom, and Bryce Elder, you can go send us Bobby Witt. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Heartbeat, man. Could you imagine? Oh my God! I'll I'll send him. Think Orlando about how many Arcia. stolen bases we would have. Yeah, I'll give him Orlando Garcia. Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. dude, that'd be, but that'd be gross. Even more moves come after this because uh, everybody in the MLB had to decide who they were re-signing, who they were non-tendering from their team options. Braves non-tendered: Yanni Chirinos, Colby Allard, Michael Tonkin, Angel Perdomo, Penn Murphy, Chadwick Trump, and Luke Williams. Once again, saving more money. So yeah, now yep. we have saved a ton of money off the payroll. Yeah, the only thing from that I didn't I didn't like getting rid of Michael Tonkin. I really liked him. Yeah, he was pretty good. Like he we we relied on him a lot and I really liked that. Yeah, I, I think considering they decided to keep um they decided to keep Pierce Johnson. Yeah. Probably part of the reason and like we're gonna have Tyler Matzik back. Uh, as well, so that kind of changes things. But I think it's all just kind of leading up to two big moves. Because, like, after the first one, I was like, cool. Then you trade Kyle Wright, and I'm like, okay, well, this is a guy I was accounting for in our rotation. Yeah. That makes me think we're going after 
a starter and a really good reliever. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this. Uh, you know, some stars that come to mind, Blake Snell, Jack Flaherty, you know, bullpen. Maybe we make a push for Josh Hader. We, I thought he was going to, you know, probably sign with Philly, bolster that bullpen. Maybe he goes to the better team in the NL East. He comes home. Maybe. Unfortunately, Aaron Nola re-signed with the Phillies, so that sucks. It's, you know, fuck <laughs> Seven em. years. That's insane. <laughs> it is. That's, that's a lot. That's Seven insane. years, I think 172. Um, but yeah, let me ask you. Let me ask you. There's a lot of talk right we're now. We're not getting Shohei Otani. No, listen. Okay. Tell, tell everybody why we're not. Because he's not going to pitch, first of all, but we're going to get Josh Hader and Blake Snell. Mm. We mm. don't need bats. We have the best music offense in baseball. My, music to my ears. As yeah. much as I want Shohei Otani in our lineup, the better move, like you say, is to get Blake Snell – or even uh, Jack Sonny Flaherty, Gray. Sonny Gray, Yamamoto. Yeah, Yoshinobu Yamamoto would be sick. But I think Josh Hader, it's got to be a must. I, yeah, I think he is. Because there, there's not another reliever in this free agency market that even touches Josh Hader. Yeah, it's got to be a must. He can be our closer. Yeah, and then Rizo could be the setup. I think I've already dreamed about this before. I think we've uh, talked about it before. Probably. <laughs> but just to reiterate, Josh Hader closes. Rizal Iglesias is the setup. AJ Minter is right before him. Um, Even Matzik could go before uh, Rizal and Minter before Matzik. Like, whatever we do. Yeah, that would actually be sick. You go. You got Bummer now. Wait, you got oh, Bummer. Oh, yeah, you have yeah, Bummer now. Okay. Like, okay, let's say. Let's say the starting pitcher goes four innings. Aaron Bummer, lefty. AJ Minter, Tyler Matzik, Rizal Iglesias, and then Josh Hader to close it out. And you go lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty. You 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 started off with three lefties. Oh, is AJ Minter a lefty? Fuck. Yes. Fuck. No way. You thought he was. I right. forgot. Oh. I forgot. Ah. Oh. Yeah, we better hope that team's a very lefty-heavy team. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. And not the Phillies. Okay, well then maybe not Aaron Bummer. You could throw Pierce Johnson in there. Yeah, Pierce Johnson. There we go. You, go Matzik, Pierce Johnson, AJ Minter, Jesse Chavez. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm down. Let him wear his hat while you. I will. Out. I will literally. I will be okay with Jesse Chavez being signed for the, like a lifetime contract. Yeah, it's like how I wanted Pablo to be signed for a lifetime contract, just yeah. for his, you know, his dances. He's and literally here for day. half a season. <laughs> yeah, I wish we would have kept him. He he should come back as a coach. His connection with Ozzy Alves is just amazing. <laughs> I think someone's got to think he's coaching somewhere. Someone's got to fill the void that Ron Washington has left us with. That's true. I'm actually interested in this. So I don't think we really talked much about this on the podcast. Ron Washington and Eric Young are both going to the the Angels. I don't know who's going to be our base coaches. I don't either, man. I'm so fucking scared. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If Walt White steps onto that fucking field as a base coach, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm not a Braves fan. Like, I fuck with Walt Weiss. 
he can, he can stay in the dugout though. Yeah. Stay in the dugout. Dude, it's just like, man, also like infield coach, who's going to – Ron Washington is like the GOAT. Yeah. Eric Young at first, Ron Washington at third. No one matches that energy on the base pass. Nope. And let's just say Ozzy might be in some depression right now. Yeah. We should go steal Eric Young Jr. from the Nationals to oh. be our first base coach. Does Ron Washington have a son? Let's just get Maybe. the juniors in at the corners. <laughs> Not in, he, do, he doesn't even have to be a baseball player. I don't care. He could be a – Yeah, just like a, some dude. He could be a biologist. <laughs> <An accountant>. and, <laughs> I don't like that dig you just took. What? Don't a dig at accountants? Around. Don't say that word around me. Oh, oh, because you can't pass an accounting class. Is that? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm struggling. Well, you said you can't pass an accounting class? <laughs> 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 it's all right, man. Yeah. Yeah, yo, Double A's cooking something up in Atlanta, so. Yeah. I hope. I hope he is, at least. Yeah. Uh, but but just to reiterate, you know how nice it would have been to have both NL. NLAL MVPs. We're not having the Shohei Otani conversation right now. When it happens, I'm going to send it to you and just be like, ha-ha. When Shohei Otani signs for the Braves, I will buy season tickets. One one ticket. <laughs> one no, season, no, season no. ticket. No, you buy two. <laughs> nah, you buy two. I can you afford two. two. We'll go 50-50. All right, yep, Shohei yep, Otani goes to the Braves. Me and Colin are going to get season tickets. I'm not going to be able to go to any games. Neither will uh, I. <laughs> and we're just going to sell the tickets every single night um, and hopefully make a profit. For way too much money. Oh, yeah. Nosebleed, $700. <laughs> I sell my parking pass, pass, too. You know, wait, might as well. You know, we gave the Angels our best, our best player slash coach. Ron Washington. Yeah, so then they could just give us Mike Trout as well. No, I'd rather have Shohei. No, give us Mike Trout and Shohei. Shohei DHs. Mike Trout plays left field. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so you just say fuck Azuna? Mike Trout and Shohei Otani sounds way better than Marcelo Azuna. Yeah. Otani from Braves. I don't don't think he sounds like... We're not going to be in person. We're not impersonating anybody (laughs) on this podcast. Definitely not happening. Let's just <laughs> let's just totally change topics, um, so we avoid that clusterfuck. Um, college football week twelve is in the books. Um, it was like a, I wouldn't say it was a great week. It was an interesting week. It was interesting. Yeah. Unless you're a Florida State fan, then it was a fucking sad week. Yes, uh, it definitely was. We'll get to that though. Yeah. It still hurts. Um. All right, yeah, we'll start with Georgia. Uh, we'll start with our ranked versus ranked matchups. Number one, Georgia, 38. Number 18, Tennessee, 10. Mm. Tough. No, what's tough is Jalen Wright, nine carries for 90 yards, even though he opened up the game with a 75-yard run. Yeah, yeah. That's the definition of tough. Yeah, Georgia's defensive line uh, shut him down real quick after that one. They humbled him. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was like it's like Georgia does this thing where like they let the opponent score first and then they just rip yeah. all hope away. It's from like them. it's like they need like the fuel to start the game. They're like, Oh, we're yeah. losing? Not anymore. 
and then they just <laughs> go off. Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? But like, a very quiet game from uh, Dejon Edwards. Yeah, I, I did notice that, but Kendall Milton had a, a pretty solid game. 14 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. But this was a passing game for them, for sure. Dylan Bell, uh, first of all, attempted a pass. Got a touchdown on it. Um, big ups to him because he also had five receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown. Um, but yeah, Carson Beck had a great game. 24 attempt, or twenty-four completions on 30 attempts, 298, three touchdowns, no picks. A fantastic game for him. And then Marcus Rosemey Saint or uh, Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint, seven receptions, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Like we said, Dylan Bell had a great game. Brock Bowers, seven receptions, 60 yards and a touchdown. No one else really doing much. Was Lad McConkey out? Um, I, he had to have been for him not to yeah. have a catch. He had to have been. Yeah. Um, I would love to talk about you know great performances on Tennessee's side, but there was none. Um, no, not at all. Aaron Beasley recovered a fumble. That's the best he got. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it was, it was a shit show. They didn't score in the second half. Yeah. It, oh, it was bad. It was really bad. Does um, that remind you of another game? earlier in the season where they didn't score in the second half. Alabama, Tennessee. Oh. It didn't directly remind me of it. Uh, um sorry, just me. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Tennessee football. They kinda suck. Yes, yeah, yeah, Squirrel White's kinda mid. Just saying. Nah, Squirrel White's good. So is Chaz Nimrod. <laughs> Dude, those names are solid. Dude, top three receivers on Tennessee. Goaded. McAllen yeah, Castles. Oh. That's right. I said that last week. Yeah. But yeah. Joe Milton fucking sucks. Yeah. He he does. He's um, not great. He was I, actually completing short passes for a change. That was nice. Cool. He sucks. Like nobody had bigger than a long of twenty one. He sucks. Almost yeah, Joe Milton sucks. All right, no names. We've talked about these teams' names too many times. Yep. So let's go to the next one. Another big matchup. Number five, Washington, 22. Number 11, Oregon State, 20. A close-fought battle. Oregon State, I feel like, wanted it more in that second half. The fact that Washington didn't score in the second half is crazy. Yeah, that's very uncharacteristic. For Michael Penix to have 162 passing yards and only two touchdowns. Yeah, like just for him to attempt only 28 passes is crazy. Rome Adunze still had a great game. So yeah. For 106 yards. And two it's touchdowns. fucking effortless for him. But, like, no Jalen Polk. At least he didn't catch a ball that I know of. <laughs> so I don't even know if he was on the field. Jalen McMillan, I think, is still out. Um, so you're definitely missing big weapons in the receiving game. So it makes sense that Roma Adunze got, you know, a bulk of it. But Dylan Johnson had another pretty good game. 16 carries, 89 yards, and then... Penix, his three carries for 22 yards got him a rushing touchdown. But, uh, yeah, DJ kind of choked. Two picks. Crucial. Yeah. Damian Martinez, though, is insanely good. Oh, yeah. He scored both of Oregon State's touchdowns on route to 26 carries for 123 yards. Yeah. I will say, if Oregon State's OC knew how to call a play, they would have won this game. Yeah. Yeah. The right play. They fucking blew that. This was their game to win. Yeah, the I definitely question o- overall the coaching late in that game because they yeah, definitely could have won easily. But at the end of the day, Washington stays undefeated. But you know, 
interesting performance. Like, yeah, make, makes you wonder what's going to happen in that conference championship against Oregon. Yeah, because now that's clinched. Um, I think Oregon's going to beat the fuck out of them. I think so too. Oregon looks so yeah, damn. That offense is hot at the right time. Yeah, Troy Franklin looks unstoppable right now. Easton Mascarenas Arnold. Oh, we're doing fucking names, are we? Yeah. Get back to it. I see one on Washington that I hope you don't see. You know, I probably do. It's uh, definitely. Ah, dude, I'm running out of time. Mikel Esteen. Tuli. Hold yeah, on. if you can't pronounce it, it doesn't count. No, man. it does. Tuli Latuli. I heard them say it on the broadcast. It's Latuli Gasanoa. Latuli Gasanoa. Bang. Oh. All right, you take that one. All right, next game. Uh, another ranked versus ranked. Number 17, Arizona. Uh, 42. Number 22, Utah. 18. Arizona, once again, coming up big in a big game. Yeah, you know, they dropped 21 in the first quarter. Yeah. Huge. Like, that quarterback for Arizona is no joke. Yeah, he he's is great. Nasty. Jonah Coleman, 14 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Nasty. McMillan, eight receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Nasty. Michael it's- Wiley, five receptions, 68 yards, two touchdowns. It's ridiculous. Mon- Montana. Oh, yeah, hit that. Montana Lemonius Craig. Yes. Touchdown. One reception, 32 yards, touchdown. Yeah. And for Utah, Bryson Barnes threw the ball way too much. Yeah. 53 attempts in college is wild for yeah. Utah. Yeah. Especially for Bryson Barnes. He's like the, he's the backup. Like Cam Rising, if he needed to throw 53 times, I respect that. This is Bryson Barnes. This man literally, like, grew up raising pigs. He also ran the ball 19 times. Yeah. If anything, if you want a quarterback in that's going to run the ball, use Jaquindon Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Apparently, he, he was already better than Bryson Barnes. Yeah, he used to be a quarterback. Man is a 6'2", 228 running back. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Utah. Utah's turnovers just killed him in yeah. this game. Uh, yeah. and Good Arizona games, really- though, from Devon Vele. Nine receptions, 111, and a touchdown. And then uh, Munir McLean, six receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. But, yeah, like, you're going to have to score a lot of points to keep up with this Arizona team right now. Yeah. Because they're firing. But Ephesians, Prysock. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is that, good. That, that's goaded, bro. I don't that know is- if I can beat that. Yeah, I don't think you are. I'm looking at it right now. That uh oh, there might be a contender here. No. J I V I Yoon Celestine. Jack Baumeister. Hunter for Utah. What about just Travis Broughton? Kyle Ostendorp. Ooh. <laughs> ah fuck it. I got you. Next. Jack Bo- Jack Bowmeister. That's what I just said. That did you? Yeah, that was the. Oh yeah, that was the first one you said. My bad. Uh, I lost. First one I, the first one I said was 
Ephesians oh, Price song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that name is goaded. That is a sick ass name. Uh, yeah. All right. Next game, number 21, Kansas State, 31. Number 25, Kansas, 27. A close one. Good game. Um, yeah, a really good game. We got, you know, DJ Giddens had a great game on the ground for Kansas State. 21 carries, 102 and a touchdown. Uh, Will Howard also ran in a touchdown as well as passed for two of them. Not a fantastic game passing for Will Howard, but uh, a pretty respectable performance considering the rushing touchdown. And then you had Jace Brown, four receptions, 96 yards. Uh, ben Sinnott uh, had a touchdown. Keegan Johnson had a touchdown. But for Kansas, they were obviously um, you know, really missing their starting quarterback in this game. Uh, Cole Ballard, just not quite good enough. Yeah, I mean, that's why we see a really strong game from Devin Neal, 18 carries, 138 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. So they really, you know, ran the ball well, not really passing the ball well. The two turnovers, they shot him in the foot there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, like, overall, this game, it was a great game to watch. Not much happened. It was just kind of like back and forth, like this team scores, this team scores, this team kicks a field goal, this team kicks a field goal. And then, you know, it, it culminates in a Kansas State win, but not by a wide margin. Uh, not at all. Um. All right, let's talk some upsets. Number 20, North Carolina gets upset by the Clemson Tigers, 31-20. Cade Klubnick looks like a real quarterback. Will Shipley looks like a real running back. And... uh North Carolina looks like a real fraud. They just love getting upset. Yeah. Well, they, like, they, I don't know what the deal is. Drake May, I think he's good, but he's trying to prove me wrong every week. You know, he beats the good teams. Yeah. But he loses against the shit teams. Yeah. I won't, I won't call Clemson a shit team. Like, they're a good, no, solid they're team. They're not bad. But Virginia and Georgia Tech, you have no excuse. Yeah. But like a Marion Hampton, amazing. Every, every week. Every, every, every time. 19 carries, 178 and two touchdowns. For Clemson, Will Shipley tried to meet him. He tried to match him. Not quite enough. 18 carries, 126 and a touchdown. But overall, like Clemson looked much better offensively than I've seen them play in most of their games this year. Yeah. And going back to uh, a Marion Hampton, he did lose two fumbles. That really cost them yeah. some. So, you know, yeah, he had a great day on the ground, but when it came down to it, those fumbles changed the game a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. They I were... have to interrupt you real quick. There's a guy on the North Carolina defense named Kevin Hester. No. <laughs> yeah. Is that Kevin Hester? Yeah. Kevin Hester Jr. Bro. I saw that and I was like, Devin Hester. Nope. Kevin Hester. He's trying to be the next Devin Hester. That's right. Yo, does he take punt returns? No. Okay. Ah, uh, loser. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> Change your position right now, but Figure it out, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah, Clemson's defense, though, I will give them their props. They look pretty good. Uh, they sacked um, Drake May four times. Uh, Jeremiah Trotter one time, Khalil Barnes, uh, Rook, I don't know how to say his last name. I, I've heard it on the broadcast before, but I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna and TJ Parker all getting sacks in this game. Just uh, 
overall probably one of Clemson's best performances thus far. It's like this game, and then like yes, they lost to Florida State, but that was still a great performance. And then the win over Notre Dame as well. Yeah, you know, basically they looked much better than that opening game against Duke. Yeah, definitely. So, and you know, a big part of that's Will Shipley. Yeah. He is a fat piece of that offense, so it's good for him to be back. Oh, fat piece of that offense? Fat piece. Hey, you take Will Shipley out, they look like shit. I guess, yeah. You put it, you put him in there, and he's fucking winning games now. Yeah. All right, well, that was the only ranked team that got upset. Um, so that kind of gives you a... Kind of gives you a view of the whole week itself. Um, other upsets, though, that happened, we're not going to talk about them much. James Madison lost to App State. That game was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I think they jinxed James Madison by sending game day there. Probably. It, it should have been in Corvallis, Oregon, for Oregon State, Washington. Yeah, 100%. But I, I don't blame them. James Madison's a fun story. Um, but let's uh let's go ahead and just look at the top teams and how they played. Number two, Ohio State, thirty-seven. Minnesota, three. Just three of those points. Oh man, a bad one for Minnesota's quarterback. Yeah, not great. Athen Kali Kaliop Kali You got it. Kaliakamanis. Kaliak Manis. Sure. I feel like you were. Did you try to make it sound like you said Manus or Ma- Manus? Yeah. Manus. It sounded like you said Manus, which sounded a whole I, lot like anus. I might have said that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Kyle McCord is still okay. Yeah. Trayvon Henderson old. is still the leader of this offense, though. 15 yeah. carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns. But. Yeah. The one thing I am happy about, Emeka Egbuka, five receptions, yeah. 83 yards. He's finally getting in on it. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. did catch a touchdown, of course, and so did Cade Stover. But Emeka, way more yards than either of them. <laughs> yeah, Not much yeah. else to talk about, though. It, they just got – they just stomped them. No, this game fucking sucked, and I yeah. don't give two flying fucks about yeah. Ohio State. So, But the next, next. game, a little bit different. Number three, oh, Michigan. Dude, I wanted it to happen. Number three, Michigan, thirty-one. Maryland, twenty-four. I wanted it to Ooh. happen so bad, man. JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy is ass. Yeah, he's horrible. He should he should have never been in. No, no one should have said JJ McCarthy and Heisman in the same sentence. No, if you unless did that, you're saying he's not winning it. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> and also, Blake Corn ran the ball twenty-eight times for only ninety-four yards. Horrible. Yeah, he did have two touchdowns, though. Yeah, it's uh, who cares? Uh, Michigan, who, cares? who won because of that. Yeah, well, they would have lost, but Talia wanted to be a little bitch and throw two picks. Yeah, and like the safety in the fourth quarter. Um, what? Did, tough I'm pretty sure did they have two safeties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think they had one in the first quarter as well. Yeah, they had one in the first and the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's not good. Yikes. Yeah, not good at all. Yeah, overall, like, Michigan didn't play all that well. Maryland didn't really play all that well either. Um, 
But it Yo, was close, right. man. Maryland player. Hear me more. out. Hear me out. Maryland's rushing leader, Roman Hemby, 11 carries, 35 yards. Billy Edwards Jr., four carries, three yards, three touchdowns. How? <laughs> that, he's got to be a Billy Edwards. He's got to be a fullback, right? Got to be a fullback. Nope. He is listed as a quarterback. No way. Yep. What? He must be their uh, their QB sneak quarterback. Running a couple of tush pushes on the goal line. I guess so. Talia definitely wasn't. Nah, he sucked. <laughs> he got sacked so many times, dude. Four sacks, and he, and he had negative forty three rushing yards in the game. Um, that's not good. And he fumbled, which led to a touchdown. So yeah. Ah, oh, dude, poor guy is just kidding. Yeah, Michigan's Michigan defense is pretty was, solid. Yeah, I was about to say Michigan's Michigan's lucky they have a great defense uh, that kind of carried them in this one. Yeah, so but uh, if they play like this, man, I think Ohio State's going to walk all over them. That's true. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. I I do think that Harbaugh not being there hurt them in this one because like this is a real yeah. opponent. Uh, okay, I got to take that back. They played Penn State last week. That was a real opponent as well. That one though, it was like Harbaugh had his fingers all over that game. This one was genuinely just the players played bad, and they didn't have somebody to keep them in check. Well, he won't be there for Ohio State. Exactly, and I think that hurts them a lot. Yeah, I think the biggest thing Michigan can do is their their ability to take away the ball. Turnovers. Yeah. You got Kyle McCord, who likes to turn over the ball. But I think it goes the same way for Ohio State, who also has a great defense, and they're yeah. facing J.J. McCarthy, who likes to throw a pick here and there. When yeah, he does well, throw the ball. Here's the thing. Ohio State has a great run defense. That's the only thing yeah. Michigan can do well. Yeah, that's true. And Michigan, Roman Wilson left the game early in this game. So we'll see how he's feeling against Ohio State because that's their best receiver that they need to beat Ohio State. Yeah, agreed. Um. All right, next game. Number four, Florida State. 58, ah. the North Alabama Lions, 13. After the first quarter, after the first quarter, we were down 13 to 0. Against North Alabama. Might be wondering why. Jordan Travis uh, got, I don't even know what the injury is yet. I don't think they've said. I believe it's like a broken ankle, though. That's what it looked like. It looked like his leg just snapped in half. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely going to miss every game, uh, including the bowl game, whichever one we get into. Um, Hopefully the college football playoff. Hope actually no hope. No no no. I want to make it. I want to make it, and I want Tate Rodemaker to lose. Um, yeah, Tate Rodemaker came in at quarterback. Took him a little while to settle in, uh, but ended the game thirteen for twenty three, two seventeen, two touchdowns. But the running game saved our ass in this one. Like as soon as Jordan Travis went out of the game, it was just all running, and Kaziah Holmes was great. C.J. Campbell Jr., Samuel Singleton Jr., Lawrence Toafili, Trey Benson really didn't do much, <laughs> honestly. And then in the passing game, like Jaheim Bell, two receptions, 59 yards. Keon Coleman, three receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Nobody else really doing all that much either. But um, I am happy. Like, I know this is a shit opponent. I'm happy that after Jordan left the game, we were able to rattle off 58 unanswered points. Yeah, you know, you know, you rallied behind it, your guy, your captain yeah. that went down. 
and they're going to have to do this without him now. So, you know, they got to, you know, lift Tate Rotomaker up and carry him if they want yeah. a chance. Because, you know, you got Florida's going to be battle, like we said, battle of the backups. Yeah, great. And then, you, out. then you, it's set. You got Louisville in the ACC championship. That's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. I, okay. I just hope, and I guess we can save this for our top 10 list. I hope that the college football playoff committee has the integrity to, if we win both of these next two games, we make the college football playoff. I don't know, 100%. Because if they knock us out for doing exactly what Ohio State did in 2014, which was, or 2014-15, which was lose both of their their starter and their backup. Cardale Jones comes in and they win a fucking national championship. If they take that opportunity away from us, it will be 100% fucking bullshit. Yeah, Grayson will literally riot. Yeah, I will. Gladly. Hey, Grayson might be sick if that happens. And y'all will need to check on him by listening into the podcast every week. Twice yeah. a week to check because I will not leave my room. <laughs> He's gonna run a twenty-four hour live stream. Yeah, I'm gonna do a subathon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But dude, prayers up to Jordan Travis because that yeah. was—I wanted to throw up so bad. It was bad. Not great. But I'm, I mainly wanted to throw up because we were losing thirteen to zero. Um, yeah, I and then I watched the video of the injury and I wanted to die. I, I was talking with Nathan when that happened. I literally so I asked him. I was like, "You think Grayson's doing okay?" It's like he's at work. He's struggling. He's probably in the back just breaking shit. <laughs> I was pretty close to doing that. There was a point <laughs> in time where I walked to the back. I got on my phone and I just watched the video of Jordan Travis getting hurt. Um, then I <laughs> maybe threw a box cutter against the wall. <laughs> maybe. Oh. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really all I got to talk about with that game. They played yeah. North Alabama. There's nothing notable that happened. Yeah, um, I think the defense defense really did well. Yeah, the defense showed up after the first you know two drives where they scored touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I'm not mad about the result. I'm mad about you know what came out of it. The journey. Yeah. Not mad about the destination. You're yep. mad about the journey. Yeah. Bro. I'm glad we got to Hawaii. I'm mad that we had to take a boat. Um. All right. Next game, the number six Oregon Ducks, uh, forty nine Arizona State thirteen. Bo Nix is your Heisman winner. Uh, yeah. He's going to be a Pac twelve champion maybe, and he's the quarterback of probably the hottest offense in college football right now. Yep, and he is going to be a Chicago Bear. <laughs> I don't think so. He's a little old to be drafted no. that high. I'm just kidding. I can see him going to the Patriots. Maybe. He might. Shit, they might be drafting too high for them to pick Bo Nix. Yeah, but overall, domination, 404, six tutties. Yeah. By by halftime. He had six yeah. touchdowns. I was surprised to see Oregon not run in any touchdowns. I just don't think they needed to. No, they didn't. Not at all. Like, look, Bo Nix threw 29 passes to get 400 yards. I don't think they had to run the ball much. Yeah, um, Troy Troy Franklin, eight receptions, one twenty eight, two tutties. Yeah, 
And then Gary Bryant Jr., three receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. Tez Johnson, six receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Patrick Herbert, three receptions, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Arizona State's not good enough, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's tough. It is. All right, this is the last year they'll probably have to play him, so they're, they're, they'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, names? Uh, Jaden Lemar. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, I I won. Kavion Thunderbird. Hey, that's that's pretty solid. Thunderbird is just sick as fuck. Messiah Swinson. Mm. What about Dario Longhetto? Kyle Casper. Chukwesi Bridges. Fuck it. Bucky Irving. Yeah. That's not as good as Chukwesi Bridges. Whatever. You always got to look at the defense. The defense has yeah, the best name. That's, that's, I literally go straight to the defense when I say <laughs> names. Yeah. All right. I think we're done. All right. Next game is number seven, Texas. Twenty six, Iowa State sixteen. It was a close one for uh, quite a bit of this game. Um, it was six three going into halftime. Yeah, you're telling me Texas is better than us right now? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Iowa State's quarterback had a great game. Rocco Becht, twenty four for thirty two, three twenty three, two touchdowns and an interception. Um, they just could not run the ball. Nine rushing yards. For this team. That's not great. Yeah. That is uh, really bad, uh, to be exact. But C.J. Baxter on the other side definitely was running the ball. 20 carries, 117 in the absence of uh, Jonathan Brooks, right? That's his name. Um, Yeah, C.J. Baxter looked good. And uh, Quinn Ewers, pretty good as well. Uh, 23 for 33, 281, two touchdowns, no picks. Xavier Worthy having uh, a little bit of a better performance than we've seen from him uh, in a few of these games outside of the fumble, of course. But, um, yeah, not much of note in this game. It was just super close for, like, a majority. Of the, like, I, Iowa State had a chance for most of this game. Yeah. Like, it was a very poor game from Texas, in my yeah. opinion. But granted, Iowa State always plays Texas well. True. It, yeah. it's, it's that matchup that, like, you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I think they've won three of the last five uh, yeah. matchups between the two. So, yeah, Iowa State just plays them tough, um, luckily for the last time. Yeah. Uh, shit, I might just go with the quarterback, Rocco Becht. That's a good name. Cart- Cartavius Norton. Not bad. Steve-O Klotz. Oh, Dominique Orange. Miles Mendezen. Mendezun? Miles Purchase. Dominique Orange. I already said that. Oh, fuck. Dude, I'm not paying attention when you say it. I just have to pay attention to trying to find the next one. All right, fuck it. Bert Auburn. I'm always going to go to him. He's got a sick name. Yeah, it's a solid name. Chase Contreras. But you already lost. Yeah. Twice, Grayson, you did. I know, I know. 
I'm losing in my own game. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next game. Yeah, I guess. I'll just let you have the floor. Yeah, uh, so we put up 66. Well, maybe talk about what game we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You know, number number eight, Alabama Crimson Tide hosts the Chattanooga Mocs. All right, so first quarter, 21-0 Alabama. We already know where this game's heading. Yep. Jalen Milrow looks good in the air. You know, Jermaine Burton, I think, in the first quarter had three receptions for 105 yards and a touchdown. But then we you know, start spreading the ball. Kendrick Law, Jalen Hale, Martin Nye Black, cool. We stopped throwing the ball. Ty Simpson had a run for 78 yards. Should have been a 79-yard touchdown run. But he pulled a Deshaun Jackson and dropped the ball right before he went in. And just, you know, voids a yeah. touchdown. Nick Saban doesn't allow him to touch the field after that again. For good reason. Yeah, but listen, we ran the ball as a committee so well this game. Yeah, I know it's Chattanooga. But this is what I love to see. Jam Miller, six carries, 77 yards. Basically, the way they did it, they were like, all right, you get this drive, you get this drive, and you get this drive. Jace McClellan, six carries, 62 yards. Roydell Williams, seven carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Jace McClellan also had the touchdown. And then uh, Justice Haynes, five carries, 42 yards, two tutties. His first two tutties as an Alabama Crimson Tide. Overall, just domination. Like, complete. Well, I, I need to clear something up. You said, as a singular person, he's a Crimson Tide? Or, just like, as, it, like, for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, what would that be called? As a wave? <laughs> as a... As an elephant? I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I don't fucking know. As an Alabama player. Cool. All right. Cool. But um, yeah, uh, Chattanooga overall played shout like out shit. Gino Appleberry, one hundred and four yep. and a touchdown, and a fire name. Appleberry. Yeah. yeah, quarterback shit. Luke Schoenberg. Yeah, probably Schoenberg. Ten for twenty-one, one hundred and seven, and a pick. Pretty shit. But what's nice here, Jalen Milrow didn't have to run at all. Our running backs ran as a committee to where he didn't have to run. Yeah, you guys played well. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we had to get our get back for them beating Kennesaw State earlier in the year. Yeah. Fuck you, Chattanooga. <laughs> 20. Think about who? This. They beat Kennesaw State 27 to 20. <laughs> and they're on Alabama's schedule. Yeah. Weird, man. Very weird. Uh, let's do names, but only from Chattanooga. I'm starting Quay Wiggles. Damn, <laughs> Beat that bitch. <laughs> I would love to say the running back, but I guess we've already. Yeah, you know, Appleberry's disqualified. So is the quarterback. So I guess the only other one I could really do is, uh, you know, fucking Bo Spearman. It's not bad. Does not beat Quay Wiggles. Yeah, if you have the last name Wiggles, man, you're gonna win. Yeah, I didn't care what his first name was, but. Quay definitely Quay. helped. Yeah. It's just like, come on. You got, you know, St. Louis Cardinals left fielder Jordan Walker out there. <laughs> that guy could have, his name could have been Brian Wiggles. <laughs> it didn't matter, dude. <laughs> he was getting it. Nelson Wiggles. <laughs> just the weirdest name. Yeah. But yeah. Overall domination. 
uh something you like to see when you know you go into rival week the uh iron bowl yeah all right next game number nine missouri 33 unranked florida 31 graham mertz breaks his collarbone in this game (laughs) um yeah, no, I'm gonna Sorry, be a dickhead. Be I'm gonna laughing. be a dickhead. I'm gonna be a dickhead and say, as soon as Jordan Travis went down, I wanted Graham Mertz to get hurt. <laughs> I I texted Brock because he was like, "Oh well, there go the title hopes," and I go, "I need Graham Mertz to get hurt, and I need Washington to lose." <laughs> One of them happened, so yeah. maybe I need to start wishing two things to Brock every time. No, probably not. Because we listen, just to clear, we don't pray on people. I will gladly face. pray on an injury for a Florida Gator. Those dumb fucking lizards can <laughs> die. I'm surprised you didn't call them geckos. Why? For the alliteration. Dumb fucking geckos is fucking hilarious. I think lizards is funnier because I'm referring to an alligator. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, Brady yeah. Cook is goaded. Yeah, he's good. 20 for 34, 331, one touchdown. Cody Schrader is just as good on the run game. 23 carries, 148 and a touchdown. Brady Cook had a rushing touchdown. Luther Burden the third is crazy. Nine receptions, 158 yards. Crazy. And I, was, I also forgot the fucking stacked names they have in the wide Yeah, they have insanely good names. Theo Weiss Jr., Brent Norfleet, Mookie Cooper. Makai Miller. Come on now. Yeah. Crazy. Overall, I mean, it was a great game. It was. Yeah. Mizzou started out hot, and then, you know, they got three, and then they got ten, then they got ten, then they got ten. Yeah, all the way down to the wire. Harrison Mevis makes another huge field goal um, to to win a a big game for them because a loss to Florida at this point would be really bad for their season. Dude, Alexander Madison just went like, he just, like, took off and, like, dove. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to uh, our final game. Number 10, Louisville, 38. Miami, 31. This win clinched Louisville's spot in the ACC championship game. Uh, Miami was missing their uh, newest starting quarterback who got hurt against Florida State last week. They got Tyler Van Dyke's bum ass back in the game, and he it, it wasn't that bad. He just He's clearly not, like... A game changer. Yeah, no, I mean he's he played really well. Yeah, two twenty four for thirty, like twenty four completions on thirty nine attempts, three hundred twenty seven yards, and one touchdown, no picks. The yeah. no picks is really good for him. This game was really fucking good. It was. Like this was a like a great fucking game. Yeah, Jack Plum, Jack Jack Plummer tore that shit up. He's awesome. Yeah, he's about to absolutely. Tear up the Seminoles in the ACC championship. Like, it's about to be no joke. You'll fucking try. Jared versus yeah. going to eat him. Kevin Coleman is better than Keon Coleman. I'm just going to say it. Kevin Coleman is fucking ass. <laughs> Xavier Restrepo no. is insane. Though. Yeah, he was held he was, to zero. He was 0 for 6 on targets against Florida State last week. Goes eight receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown in this game. Yeah, dude. It's crazy how yeah. good that defense is, man. You just better be happy he's not on Louisville that has an actual quarterback that can throw it to him. Hey, Tyler Van Dyke had more passing yards on the same amount of completions. 
Yeah, well, they were in a. They got to a point where they were Louisville just started running the ball. Yeah, I know. Um, and it was a comeback victory for Louisville in the fourth quarter. They put up fifteen yeah. in the fourth quarter to win this game, which was huge for them. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to facing Louisville now. Yeah, I might have to whip out the Louisville sweatshirt to to work one day. No. Too bad it's going to say Louisville basketball. Yeah. You can root for their basketball all you want. No, I think that's going to be a good-ass fucking game. Though. I think it will. Even though I Tate Rodemaker is our quarterback. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Yeah. I honestly do. Tate Rodemaker is either going to make me be the meanest person to him. Like, I'm going to pray that we get a transfer portal quarterback next year. Um, or we start a true freshman, uh, Luke Cromenhoek. Looking, looking forward to him coming into the team, um, because like the next two weeks will decide how I feel about Tate Rodemaker. I already don't really like him because in the games he has played in for the last two years, he yeah. has not been good. Yeah. So, also, is is Brock okay? Because going into halftime, Ole Miss and UL Monroe. It was oh, seven, uh, yeah, it was seven to three. Yeah, uh, it was an interesting one, but hey, 21 points in the third quarter brought him back to life. Uh, Lane Kiffin absolutely chewed their ass out, yeah. I bet. Oh, yeah, wait, <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, any other games you wanted to bring up? Oklahoma, BYU, way too close. Yep, way too close, honestly. Fucking after the first quarter, LSU Georgia State. Yeah, should we do another? uh, Should we do another deep dive on an Iowa game? No, I'm good. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, it's fine. There's only there's literally they scored six times in the whole game. Both teams. Let me finish what I was saying. Okay, go ahead. At one at one point, LSU Georgia State was tied 14-14 in the second quarter. Yeah, and then Jaden Daniels decided he wanted to win the Heisman again. Yeah, that's six touchdowns is insane. Yeah. Okay. 11 minutes, 24 seconds left in the first quarter. Iowa takes the 2-0 lead. (laughs) Okay. Then Illinois marches down the field, kicks a field goal, up 3-2 going into the second quarter. All right. A passing touchdown for Iowa, four yards. Uh, They go up 9-3. And then Illinois scores a touchdown, I think, on the next drive on a one-yard run, 10-9. Then Illinois gets the biggest lead of the day, goes up 13-9. And then Iowa, with four minutes left in the game, scores a 30-yard rushing touchdown to which the PAT is blocked, and they win by two points. So the safety... On like the like one of the first drives was the turning point in this game. What the fuck? Yeah, Iowa football, baby. Shout out Cooper DeJean. Good ass corner. Good ass white corner at that. Definitely going to the Steelers. I'm convincing Luke that he's going to the Steelers. The fact that Iowa is gonna play in a conference championship. Are, did they make it in? Is that they have to? Sure? In, in their side, they're nine. They're six and two in the conference, and oh, the next yeah, best yeah. is Northwestern. They must have already clinched it then. Wow, oh, dude, that that's horrible. I can't wait because, like, Michigan's just gonna have to run the ball so much 
Yo, you saying you saying it's gonna be Michigan and Iowa? Hold up. I actually I more want it to be Michigan. Yeah. I want it to be Michigan so that they have to run the ball. Yeah, but then you want Iowa to beat Michigan. Yeah. I do. So then Alabama gets a spot in. No, I don't no no no. Yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Florida State getting it. That's all I care about. And if you guys make it in over us and we go undefeated, I will I will put it out against you. Everything what? will be taken out on you. What? You're the figurehead of Alabama in my in my location. What about Jace? I don't give a fuck. I talk to you on this podcast once a week about our teams. Yeah. I've also known uh. you for almost my entire life. <laughs> so I think I also get that liberty. You know, let's just hope both Florida State and Alabama make it in. Hopefully they play in the national championship game. Yeah, if that I happens, honestly, we might have to just go to Houston. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Like, we're to later, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be lit. That pass interference? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's get into our uh, our top tens. Um, that we just talked so much about those games. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, Josh Dobbs is one rushing touchdown. <laughs> of course. Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, what's the score now? We got. It's about. I think it's about to be it's seventeen. A, yeah, nine. About, yeah, about to be seventeen nine halfway through the third quarter in that game. Uh, call it. Let's do our college football top ten. I keep forgetting. Do we start at the top of the bottom? We start at ten. Okay. Well, let's start with our first guys out. I ended up just putting four because <laughs> I think I needed to iterate which ones were where. So I have number fourteen Oregon State, number thirteen Oklahoma, number twelve Ole Miss, number eleven Penn State. Okay, I had fourteen LSU. Oh, you have them dropping past LSU. Yeah, Oregon I State? have them. I have Oregon State dropping to fifteen. Why? I. I just put LSU above them. You know, they got – I feel like they have better wins. Like, because Oregon State – Oregon let's, State let's go, has some good wins. I know. Let's look at it, though. They're lost, so, their losses are to Washington, Arizona, and Wazoo. They beat Utah, UCLA. That's really their only two ranked wins. Yeah. You look at it, and, let's, and then you go look at LSU. So, LSU, you got – Super close game. They're one of their losses with Ole Miss, but you can say the same thing about Oregon State and Washington. Yep. You got a win with Missouri. You got a blowout from Alabama. Uh, you got a loss from Florida State. So that's two of their losses are to Florida State and Ole Miss. When you look at it, Oregon State. I think one of their loss was to an unranked Arizona at the time. Yeah, but Arizona is very good. Yeah, they're very good. I don't. Know, I just. They can flip-flop, but, like, they're right there, neck and yeah. neck. I don't really care about 14-15 when you look at it. Yeah, like, that's true. You could you could put whatever one Yeah, if one. this was the 12-team playoff, that would yeah, be a big then, deal. Then we'd be talking about <laughs> Yeah, We'll come back to y'all in a year from now. Yeah, exactly. In a year from now, when both of these teams are probably in those exact spots again, um, yeah. we'll gladly talk about it. Um, but then I got Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, number 10. Missouri. Louisville. You got Missouri over Louisville? Yeah. 
Interesting. I got Louisville at nine. So you have Louisville going ahead of Missouri? Yeah, I have Louisville ahead of Missouri. All right. Whatever. Mainly to a fact like they're a one-loss team that clinched a conference championship. I just think the fact that their one loss is to Pitt. Meanwhile, yeah, Missouri's two losses are against two pretty good teams. I'm not gonna, LSU. Yeah, like I'm not going to penalize them for those two losses. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's it's just the fact that I it's the one loss, two loss. Yeah. Is what really gets yeah. me. All right. Well, so technically, nobody here moved for me. Um, so Texas at eight. Yeah, so I still have Texas at eight. Still have Alabama at seven, Oregon, Washington, FSU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. I thought about dropping FSU. Um, but like I said, like I'm not this this ranking isn't about who's gonna be the better team next week. It's who's yeah. been the better team up to now. I think Florida State's been the better team up to now. So I I was so close to dropping Michigan to four. Oh wow. But Jordan Travis got hurt. Yeah. I that, get it. That, I get it. I thought about dropping Michigan, too, because that was way too close of a game. Yeah. But, like, if I dropped Michigan, I would have had to drop them to five because I think Florida State and Washington move exactly in the same place. Yeah. They they, they seem very equal to me. Like, obviously, Washington plays better opponents, but they played a lot closer games. Yeah. And then for Florida State, it's like, well, Florida State – plays very good defense. They don't give up quite yeah. as many points. So, so let me ask you, let me ask you something real quick. Yeah. So when Michigan and Ohio State play each other. Yeah. Say one of them lose but it's a blowout, how far do they drop? Um they got to drop like under Bama and Texas, right? Yes, because they won't be playing for their conference championship game. Yeah. Okay. That's what I I have a feeling they'll drop like nine or ten. Oh man, it's hard to say they drop that low. It's I think thing, like it's, I, it's 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 so oh, hard man. to say. Yeah, it's tough because like so we're we're in this scenario, one of those teams gets blown out and nobody else loses. Yeah. Well, like listen. Okay. So like when Texas and Alabama played. Yeah. Alabama dropped from three. I'm pretty sure we dropped like down to like eleven. Nine? I thought. No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it was eleven. Might have been lower in the AP. It, it, it might have been fourteen. Yeah, I. That sounds right. But here's the thing: we looked like shit, so I, I yeah. could, I, I could agree with that. Yeah. Well, then you looked like shit the week after. Hey, you mean against South Florida? Yeah. When we didn't know who was going to start at quarterback going into SEC play. Yeah. Good call. Remember when we were out here talking like Ty Simpson needs to be our starter? Yeah, then he drops the ball on the goal line and Jalen Milrose run in like eight touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, then Jalen Milrose just the hero. Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson just threw. Damn, he just threw the ball like 70 yards. Did it go to Cortland it, Sutton? It went to nobody. Uh, my team is not doing good right now. Yeah, is it? Javante is it hasn't done shit. And Uh-oh, Sutton right. hasn't really done much either. Like I really need them to turn it up. You need Jake Elliott to have a Tyler Bass day. I need a touchdown <laughs> from one of the two. Oh, oh yeah, there's that deep pass you were talking about. Yeah, to nobody. Ahead of uh, Marvin Mims. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. These scenarios are so hard because, like, I'd love to say that I'm confident 
in where the, you know people are going to be placed there's no fucking telling with the selection committee yeah um i will say um not this coming sunday but the sunday after selection sunday we're going to go through we're, we're going to have quite a topic uh to talk about for sure yeah cuz we'll, we're going to go through all the like important bowl games and all that so um yeah there'll be quite a bit to talk I'm excited about. i'm excited for that episode yes it will be very fun um but for now let's look ahead to next week's games rivalry week the end of the regular season for most um i i think there's some good games um let's start it off the game michigan or uh, michigan versus ohio state yep in ann arbor at noon yeah that's, that game does not need to be at noon. No, but Fox is pushing that big noon thing. Yeah. So that's that's why. But um, I'm going to go uh, on Friday, the game formerly known as the Civil War, Oregon State, Oregon. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. But, yo, I think this game is going to be closer than I think. Texas, Texas Tech. Interesting. On Friday as well, seven thirty on ABC. Yeah, stay tuned because I think Texas Tech upsets them. Yeah. All right. Well, on Thanksgiving, I know there's a lot of NFL games, but you can't forget about the Egg Bowl. It's always close. I don't care. I don't think it's gonna be close this year, <laughs> but it's a good matchup. Uh, a deep rooted hatred between those schools. Yeah. Absolutely. Louisville, Kentucky could get interesting. Definitely could. Yeah, I think that could that could be very interesting. Uh, another one you can look at, you know, Iron Bowl, Alabama Auburn, three thirty at Jordan Hare Stadium. Auburn fucking suck. I know we didn't talk about it. They lost to New Mexico State this week. Yeah, bad. But, yeah, but it's always an Iron Bowl rivalry. Rivalry. You guys are gonna Auburn, win by forty. Yeah, but three of our starters might go down with injuries because they're head hunting us like they do every fucking year. Fair enough. Jalen Milrow needs to be careful running the ball. Yeah. He's going to get a crown of the helmet straight to the kneecap. Could. Definitely could. Uh, the Apple Cup. Wazoo versus Washington. Mm. A matchup that we're actually going to see, I believe, next week in the NFL as well. Uh, Gardner Minshew versus Jake Browning. Twenty, <laughs> I think it was 2018 Apple Cup was those two quarterbacks. Also, and I'm going to say this one just because I've said it every week. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Yep. Clean, old-fashioned hate. It's going to be interesting because Georgia Tech has shown some, you know, strong offense this year. So, granted, Georgia's defense is fucking the best in the country. Yeah. But Uh, things get interesting. It's It's at Bobby Dodd. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this game for sure is going to go deep. UNC versus NC State. With how UNC is playing, they're letting everybody keep it close. Yeah. And then a game no one gives two flying fucks about. South Carolina Clemson. Yeah. Fuck both those schools. Fuck them. Uh, the deeper than hate rivalry. Georgia Southern versus App State. Mm. Yeah, fuck Big App one. State. Yeah, what about like also like FSU versus those lizards uh, from Gainesville? JMU Coastal Carolina. I don't think that's a rivalry. <laughs> JMU just got to the FBS. No, but they play each other. I know. That's just matchups for this week. 
Yeah. Colorado, Utah. That game's going to suck. That could be interesting. That's yeah, going to nah, be very it's in low Utah. Team. It's in Utah. Colorado's getting fucked. Ah, yeah. No, Vanderbilt on the upset of Tennessee? No, no chance. You remember when we were like, yo, Vandy might be good. Yeah, and then AJ Swan got benched. Yeah. Yeah, I will not- say Brock might have had one. I, I I know I've talked about this recently. Brock might yeah. have had one of the worst takes ever this summer, saying that Missouri was going to be the punching bag of the SEC and that Vandy was not, or that Vandy was going to be very good. And they haven't yeah. won a game in the SEC. Yeah, got Brock. Yeah, that's Poor tough. Guy. That's tough. Hey, but that like guy knows saying, ball. It's like saying that Ole Miss was going to go to the SEC championship. They they were damn close. Yeah. <laughs> they were very close. They Closer were. Closer than I wanted them. Bro, they were very close to beating us. That's true. Yeah. Like, that game was very, like, 24 to 10, but at one point it was like 13 to 10. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, how will we do stake your claim? What'd you say? How will we do stake your claim? You know, I'm down for it. Grant, would you like to start it off today? Yeah, or? man. I'll start it off. Okay. Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks are winning the Pac-12. Okay. And Bo Nix is the Heisman winner. Over Jaden Daniels. Like that. Because as much as I don't want it to be, the Heisman is a team award. Yeah. 100%. It definitely ain't Caleb Williams the fucking Oh, my God. Man thinks he's going to be one in the draft. When I had that bad take. Yeah. Michael Penix is going to be in New York. Yeah, he's going so to be there. So that, that take wasn't that bad. But, um, yeah. Hey, it's hard to go back-to-back. I, I will give Caleb that. But uh, when it comes to Oregon winning the Pac-12, that's the main part of this. I, this offense is crazy right now. Like, I, you can't say they're not going to put up 40 points on Washington. They can run the ball at an elite level. They can pass the ball ridiculous. They have crazy good wide receivers. They've got enough of a defense to slow down Washington at least a little bit. Um, yeah, I think there's no way. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that there's no way Washington wins that game. It is so hard to beat a, the same team twice. Amen. That's truth. I like that. I think it's going to be a shootout for sure. Yeah. Uh just because, you know, they're both fighting for that spot. Oh, Alexander Madison, bro. Yeah, that was a rough one. But, <laughs> hey, Denver, oh, Denver, gets, Denver gets the ball back for Cortland Sutton and Javante. Yeah. You got it that way. All right. Gray, we mentioned it earlier, and I didn't want to talk too much about it because I've been sitting on this for a minute. There's not going to be a Big Ten team in the Final Four. Oh, so what you're saying is that Iowa's going to be the Big Ten champions. Yes. Let's fucking go. Like we said it. So I got, you know, Michigan's hosting Ohio State in Ann Arbor. I got Michigan winning that game by a field goal. And then, like you said, Iowa's going to stop the run. But honestly, if, gonna... they, if Michigan wins by a field goal, Ohio State might still make it in. But the thing is that they won't play for the conference championship. That's I know, I know, but there's but there's a scenario where they still make it. Yeah, but I'm looking at it this way. Bama, uh, okay, sorry. Bama has to make has to win the SEC for Ohio yeah. State not to make it in. Yeah, but here's the thing: 
Texas also has to lose for Alabama to make it in. That's true. Because if if both Texas and Alabama went out and pack, uh, Big Ten doesn't like there's no Big Ten and Oregon goes in, Texas goes in over us. Yeah. So there's a lot of scenarios. I'm not even saying just for Alabama to get in. I'm just saying there's going to be no Big Ten because Iowa's going to win the Big Ten, and it's just going to be a complete blunder for Ohio State and Michigan because Ohio State's not going to play in the conference championship. Yeah. So that's not going to look great on them. Like we used to always say for Notre Dame when they wanted to plead a case to get in. Michigan's going to – they're going to beat Ohio State. They're going to walk in against Iowa and just like not think they got to play well to win. Yeah. Iowa's going to come out and upset them. You know, and then, yeah, your final four. Um, I can't even tell you. I just know – ah, dude, I just know Big Ten team won't be yeah. there. Pac-12, SEC. I don't even but know if ACC okay, well, will be in there. Let's mix it up a little bit more. If you think that there's not going to be a Big Ten team and Georgia loses the conference championship game, are they in? Especially if Washington loses to Oregon. Yeah. All right. Also, so- wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. If all of that shit that just that I just said happens, Florida State might be undefeated and might be the number one team. Yo, great. Hear me out. <laughs> Grayson, there's a chance that Georgia, Florida State, Washington, and both big team both Big Ten teams lose. That's true. By the time, by yeah. the time we get to the playoffs. Oh, I, I know. There's this a there's a chance a, we lose twice. This is gonna be a fucking headache. Yeah. Talking about this. Hey, I'm I am excited to watch it. As a fan of college football. I Absolutely. love the fact that there's an argument here because I, I tweeted this out while I was watching college game day. I'm so sad that we're about to be arguing like next year. We won't be talking about this. We'll be arguing about why Oklahoma should be making it in over fucking Missouri Tulane. and Louisville. <laughs> yeah. And why, why Tulane should be holding a spot at 11. Yeah. With a, with one loss, yeah, that's that's the conversation we're gonna be having. We're literally gonna be like, like, who's better, Ole Miss or Oklahoma? Who has the better losses? I'm excited for a 12 man playoff. I am too. I'm very like, excited. I'm just saying it does take a little bit of the the craziness yeah. out of the argument. Yeah, we're it's just more football for us. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, is like when it expands to 12 teams. That point, almost every conference champion can make it in. Yeah, so it's gonna make winning your conference ten times more important. Yeah, not like it, it, it. It already is important, but oh yeah, but you could be a, a two-loss conference champion and, and still, still make it. it. That's that's a big deal. You could be like, I, I know there's not, you know, you know, Missouri's not playing for a conference championship game, but there could be like a. You know, at some point, uh, it, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma could win the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. Well, they'll be in the SEC next year. But Oklahoma this year, if they win the Big tw- uh, Twelve, they're in. Yeah. All right. So let's look at it right now. So let's just scenario. So, based off the AP poll right now, if we were to do a twelve-man playoff, you have twelve: Ole Miss, Penn State, Missouri, Louisville, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, Florida State, Washington, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. Okay, well, we already know how Georgia Ole Miss is going to go. 
Yeah. That's... <laughs> well, hey, like you said, it's hard to beat the same team twice. That's true, but that was that's different. If it's a close game the first yeah. time, it's harder to the second time. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State. That, yeah. Uh, that, that was, a, was a close game. Yeah. Missouri, Michigan. I think that could be a really that, good fucking That game. one's interesting. With the with with Brady Cook and uh Schrader. Yeah. That could be crazy. Um Washington, Texas, Louisville. Texas FSU scares the fuck out of it. Yeah, but you got Washington, Louisville. Texas FSU. And then what? No, no. AP is wouldn't it be FSU Alabama? Ah, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I was looking at my list. Either way, not a good look for FSU right now. But lucky for you, we're not doing a 12-man playoff. Yeah. So so as of right now, you get nobody because you're not in. Yeah. Also, I'm sick and tired of these fans of teams that don't make the college football playoff ever talking shit. Yeah. All the people that are out here talking shit on Florida State, Georgia, Bama even, Washington, Oregon. If you're a fan of fucking, uh, let's see, all these teams at the top, uh, Texas, Missouri, Louisville, that have never made the fucking Final Four. Penn State. Yeah, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oregon State. All of you have never made the playoff. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) At least every other team at the top has made the playoff. Yeah. So, I just wanted to put that out there. I'm not directly speaking at the only Texas fan that's listening to this podcast. He probably didn't get to this part, but I'm not directly speaking at him. He's He's asleep. Uh, all right. I think that's our time. Well, great. I think we should end it on one question. Well, we should actually update them on Sunday Night Football. End of the third yeah. quarter. Vikings 17, Broncos 9. Josh Dobbs got a rushing touchdown that we already kind of brought up. Yep. Alexander and Madison fumbled in the red zone. What's yeah. But, Grayson, going into Thanksgiving, what is the like the main, like, Food mac you cheese. look forward to. Mac and cheese? Always. Every oh. every time ta- every dinner. Any dinner. The food <laughs> I'm looking forward to is mac and cheese. I'm gl- you know, we are on the same page. Yeah. For, and I know I know people kind of trash the fact that people consider mac and cheese a Thanksgiving food. It's an every event food. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, Fourth of July, fucking Easter. Mm-hmm. And also, yo, are you a ham or a turkey guy? I'm a ham guy. Everybody in my I'm family drives out the turkey. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. But y'all suck. Yeah. I'm clipping yeah. that and sending that to your mom. No. <laughs> and I'm not going to keep the context there. It's just going to say, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. You guys suck. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to get any food, brother. Oh, you have to come to my house for Thanksgiving. No. Why? It's not like we haven't done it before. Yeah, I know. You can come if you'd like. Um, 
official invitation on the podcast. Yeah. That's what we'd love to hear. Yep, official invitation here. All yeah. right, guys. Just so y'all know, that's not just to me. That's to all of you guys. Yeah. It's not at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, let's wrap this. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. But I have a question for you. Why are you not sharing the podcast right now and telling all your friends and family? Oh, my God. It's the perfect opportunity. On Thursday, you go around the table and you say what you're thankful for. I know exactly what you're thankful for. You're thankful for the second and short podcast. <laughs> Obviously. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, what is that? And why are you so thankful for it? And you're going to say, go give it a listen. Go go listen to the second and short podcast available on all platforms. And then you're going to show them all these little social medias down here at the bottom of the screen right now. You're going to tell them to follow us on all those. Or you could just hand them your phone or send them the link tree. Whatever. Whatever you'd like to do to share with your family these holidays, do it. And make sure that, you know, you're doing things for yourself. Make sure you're liking. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're commenting on YouTube. Make sure that you're rating us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And in general, we won't hear or you won't hear from us till Black Friday. So for now, everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, if you're participating in uh, Black Wednesday, uh, which is where you get blackout drunk on Wednesday, um, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and um, be careful like on Black Friday. Um, don't get pepper sprayed. All right, Colin, anything for the people? Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> Simple Go as first. that. Everybody Go enjoy first. your week. Peace. Later.